What's up, Joe? How are you? Very well, very well. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy I know what podcast. that means. Podcast day. Podcast day, then the Lab 2.0. Exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, people, probably people can see from our title, it's market update time. Market update. Um, and you know what? Last month, we had a very interesting market update. I don't know if you recall, we were kind of telling people it's slow, but we're turning around. Right? So like, you know, we're talking about the whole interest rate and um, uh, how they announced that they're potentially holding it and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. We now finally have the February stats. Um, so it will be very interesting to see what actually happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but before that though, since this market update, talk to me, how was your month? Honestly, uh, February was a much busier month than January. Okay. Uh, that was to be ex expected. And I mean, is it the cyclical uptake of spring or are we um, recovering from um, what's been happening in the last year? That remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. But personally, uh, I had an open house in Fairview. Yeah. You know, it's kind of entry level, two bedroom, uh, mid 700K. I had 40 groups come in, 40 groups come in the first day of mm -hmm. showing. Mm -hmm. It was like crowd control at that point. Mm -hmm. um, and then we ended up getting four offers. Um, the winning offer came in subject free and it sold for 807, I believe. Mm -hmm. So it seems like, yep, <laughs> first hand experiences, the market has been heating up again. And uh, even our open house just this past weekend out by Metro Town, there was like almost 30 groups that came through, I think. Yeah, there was, there was. And we didn't like underprice the home or anything like that. No, it was sharp. It was like prices to with comparables around the area. And yeah. there were other listings too, so. Yeah. yeah, no, and I guess from my side of things, um, kind of splitting into two groups is my buyers. Uh, for my buyer part, it's difficult, um, not only because there isn't really a lot of good stuff out there. Um, but what we're also seeing in the last month is that sometimes it doesn't even make it to the open house. Mm. Like it'll come out on a Tuesday and you're like, oh, you know what, don't worry. Like, we'll just go check it out on the open house. Thursday, gone, mm. open house canceled. You're just like, whoa, okay, what happened? On the seller side, you know, we talked about the Burnaby listing that we have, you know, really, really busy. But even with the other listing at Olympic Village, which we consider definitely like a higher end luxury kind of product for um, for condos, sitting at a roughly about $2 million. Even that, we're getting quite a bit of activities on it. A lot of people are asking for private showings. I'm pretty sure if I host an open house for that particular home, tons of people is gonna try to come and mm -hmm. take a look at it. So. Yeah, it's, it seems like everything is kind of continuing to what we said on the market update. So obviously we have a lot of numbers that we need to kind of, you know, cover. And as per usual, we'll talk a little bit about what our opinion and what our thoughts are. So without that, without further ado, why don't you get started with sales activity? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so for the month of February, we had a total of 1,808 sales. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, is a 47.2% decrease from February of 2022. Mm -hmm. However, it's a 76.9% increase from January of 2023. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness, which is why Joe and I are such in such high spirits. Yeah. Um, in terms of price, our benchmark price was sitting at $1,123,400. Mm -hmm. This again is a 9.3% decrease from February of 2022, yeah. but a 1.1% increase from January of 2023. Definitely gonna be talking about this after we're done with the numbers. Hey, 1.1 increases increase, we're gonna take it. Any increase, honestly. Mm -hmm. But anyways, we'll talk about a little bit about it. Moving on to inventory. On a monthly basis, for the month of February, we have 3,467 homes that came onto the market. That's a 36.6% decrease compared to last year. 
and it's actually a 5.2% increase compared to January. Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> total inventory at the end of February, we're sitting at 7,868 total inventory for sale. That is a 16.7% increase compared to last year. And it's also a 5.2% increase compared to last month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now moving on to sales to active ratio, I would love for you guys to pay special attention to these numbers because we are going to revisit them uh, later on in this podcast. And we're gonna compare it to January because these are significant. We're sitting at 16.8% for houses. 30.1% for townhouses and 25.8% for condos. This is very different than it was in January. Right. Um, changing gears into rentals because of course this applies to the majority of people in Vancouver. Metro Vancouver's rental rate fell by $43 um, month to month. Mm -hmm. $43, what can you get for that? Two Big Mac meals? Two Big Mac meals, or it might cover your Netflix uh, and Apple Music and Amazon Prime subscription. Or a cell phone bill. There we go. <laughs> or a cell phone bill. Uh, and a one-bedroom condo is now averaging $2,208. All right, lots to cover. Mm -hmm. A little bit different from the last several months of our market update. Yeah. yeah. We see some positive areas. We see some areas that was increasing, like, like forever now it seems like it's kind of pulling back a little bit so mm -hmm. lots 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 to talk about i'll start um i'll start with uh i guess inventory and sales since they're so kind of interconnected here mm -hmm. right. sales activities let's um begin, uh, start with that if you just look at the sales number 1808 it seems like it's slow it's a Quite slow, low. Sl uh, very slow sales month mm -hmm. however that is very different from what we just said multiple offers 40 groups yeah what? we're not talking out of our ass like these <laughs> things are actually happening open houses are busy and homes are moving quicker mm -hmm. right? that is the truth so what happened right um well that's really because i hate to kind of bring it talk about this every single time is really because we have very little listings mm -hmm. um just to kind of give you some figures in comparison to the last couple of years so you understand last year in february we have 5471 new listings okay the year before that was 5039 new listings the year before that was 4017 and the year before that in 2019 which is also considered a very slow year we have 3895 okay so as a reminder yeah. this year we saw 3000 467. So 5,000, 5,000, 3,800, 4, and now 3,400. 3,400, correct. Okay. So this is what we really mean by there is no inventory to go around. Mm -hmm. With the lack of new good inventory that's coming on the market, that's why it seems like things are seems very busy, even though the sales number doesn't speak like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Think about it this way, I, when I was writing this, this is the analogy that I, I was using. Um, imagine if Vancouver is like a pizza shop, okay? Are we Think, talking about megabytes or like the part? Not, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a clear picture in my head, okay? So imagine that last year we had a lot of ingredients, we had a lot of dough, we have a lot of employees and we're able to run this pizza shop like crazy. Okay. However, our pizza shop is very famous because we're a Vancouver pizza shop. Mm -hmm. There are so many buyers. 
like so many buyers for our pizza. In fact, there's more buyers than the amount of pizza that we could actually squeeze out. Okay. Even though we have all the dough, all the ingredients, all the labors and everything like that. Yeah. There were still some people, because there is still more demand and supply, there are some people that are unable to get our pizza. Okay. Okay. This year, definitely the line isn't as long mm -hmm. in terms of buyers out there affordability or what have you, maybe because it's economic downturn, people don't want to be buying pizzas, they'd rather eat at home. The problem though this year is we can't get ingredients and we can't get labor. So the amount of pizza that we're shooting out to these buyers has also significantly reduced. In fact, it probably reduced more than the amount of buyers that's out there wanting to buy our Vancouver pizza shop. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, you lost me a little bit. I'm like salivating just thinking about pizza. Are we talking about like Hawaiian pizza? Are we talking about meat lovers pizza, pepperoni, vegetarian? Okay, so basically what you're saying is that in prior years, mm -hmm. there was a lot more inventory yeah. and a lot of demand. Yes. This year, there was very little inventory and less demand but still, it's the very low inventory, which is the number that we are focused on. That's right, and because you have such low inventory, there are still people that are unable to buy a pizza from Vancouver Pizza Shop. And that's why people are still fighting. It seems like there's still fights yeah. because there's just less of the good stuff to go around. Exactly. Okay. Hey, you want how much for that Hawaiian pizza? Well, I want it for a dollar more. That kind of analogy. Fair, and that's the 1.1% increase from that's January right. to February. That's right, exactly. And that's why I was saying, I want to emphasize on the want to eat part because mm -hmm. it's obviously shown that last month our prices actually went up by 1.1%. Yeah. Now, bring everything back, if our sales activity this month was at 18 08, mm -hmm. but our inventory was sitting at 5,300 something new inventory, yeah. our prices would not be going up, it would be going down. But the reality is we got 3,400 something in terms of inventory. Mm -hmm. Prices then went up because we have less inventory to satisfy the people in the market. We're not making more pizzas with less buyers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this pizza that, thing that, is that gonna confused, be like wait, stuck that with you forever. You must have been starving when you wrote this, probably like 12 a.m. It was midnight and I was very, very hungry. And you know, my, you know Rita, Rita's like, don't, you can't be eating right now. Yeah. Because you're gonna get fat. And then obviously I projected that frustration right into the yeah. script writing. <laughs> I mean, like me and Nico would be a completely different story. We'd just be eating popcorn and like chips or whatever like that, sour cream and onion, that's the way to go. Um, anyways, <laughs> back to the market update. Yeah. Okay, well, everything that you just shared is very interesting because it is reconfirmed by the sales to active ratio. Now, yeah. I know, we, we talked about this uh, earlier when we were going through the numbers to pay special attention to it. Let's take a look at this comparison to January. You mm -hmm. can see that in January, it looks like the sales to active ratio was completely swinging the other way, right. more towards the buyer's market. Whereas in February now, you can see that for townhomes, it went up to as high as 30%. Mm -hmm. Now, are we moving back to a seller's market again and going into those multiple offer, no subject scenarios? Hold on to your horses, take a deep breath. We have to see some continuity before we go and make that assessment. Right. I just wanted to bring that to your attention mm -hmm. because this again correlates with what's been going on um, with the Bank of Canada and their announcements. In January of mm -hmm. 20, uh, 25th, they did say that they would probably hold the interest rates. And it got um, confirmed March 8th when they did say, yep, yeah, we're holding interest rates as they are right now mm -hmm. at four and a half percent. And that's probably why we've seen this uptake in activity mm -hmm. because uh, as a buyer, of course, as soon as you hear that, oh, interest rates are maybe going to stay, you're gonna start talking to your mortgage specialists and your banks again mm -hmm. and being like, hey, 
um, what are my options right now? Yeah. Uh, what's the qualifying rate at? Like, how much of a mortgage can I take on? And people are going to get excited again about uh, buying a property. Right. Um, if we shift this to, again to the rental side of things, well, this is now a second consecutive month where we've seen a drop. Yes, $43 is still a drop. Now, why is there a drop? It could be because, again, with the interest rates. Now, Let's paint a picture here for you. Imagine it being 2020 uh, and you're buying, 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 a low interest rate. Now, all of a sudden, Bank of Canada announces that they're going to be raising the interest rates. Of course, that's going to cause some alarm bells to go off in your head where yep. you're like, all right, I better talk to my mortgage specialist and plan it out and see how this is going to affect me. Mm -hmm. Well, this is how it affected people. Their uh, interest or sorry, mortgage payments went up by anywhere from $500 to even two to $3,000. Yeah. And for the people that had their payments go up by two to three thousand dollars, we're not talking about them having like ten million dollar mortgages with their like West Van mansions. Mm -hmm. We're talking only about like a million to two million dollars yeah. in, in mortgages mm -hmm. that they're carrying. So mm -hmm. of course they're going to be like, well. I'm going to jump into the funnel and uh, you know what? I'm going to be looking for a different product type mm -hmm. and the people that were looking for more entry-level homes, mm -hmm. well, they're not even looking anymore and they went into the rental market. Right. Another option could have been because, hey, I sold my house at the peak of the market. I made a good chunk of change. I made two, $300,000 in the two, three years I had the home. I'm just going to chill and rent for a while and wait till the market shifts again yeah. before I enter again and buy things at a discount. Who doesn't want to buy high, sorry, buy low and sell high? Right. right. Everybody, right? Exactly. Um, but exactly. We'll, kind of, we'll see what happens. Uh, will rentals continue to trend downwards? Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll have to keep an eye on the interest rates if they remain steady or start dropping in the next 12 months. Yeah we may see that rentals will come down. Right. And just to add on to what you say is also, there is just this very basic psychological concept of fear of the unknown, mm -hmm. right? You know, let's go back in time a little bit. During that interest rate hike that we were experiencing, a lot of people don't know when that was gonna stop. The mm -hmm. government didn't announce when that was gonna stop. So yeah. a lot of people was like, okay, I don't wanna do this right now because what happened if we go back to the 80s and our interest rate ended up being in 20%, mm -hmm. then me buying this home right now it's like catching a falling knife. So I'd rather go rent. Yeah, and fear sells news. So of course they're not gonna announce anything. They don't know what's gonna go like happen in the future. Everyone in their heads are like, oh my God, this is gonna be the worst economic crisis we've had in the last like 200 years. Every economic crisis is the worst that is. It is the worst. Exactly. That, well, they say exactly the same for 2008. And well, we came through it, perf well, not perfectly fine, but we came through it, yes. right? But anyways, coming back to it is that fear of unknown. Now that obviously, after the Bank of Canada says, hey, I think we're done. Uh, then it gives a lot of renters this boost of confidence. Okay, do I want to return back into the ownership market instead of the renting market? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, and I guess what I, now that we kind of know what's happening on the market uh, as of right now, um, I want to just kind of look forward a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as per, if, you, if you're living on the rock, uh, but you probably know by now that our market is so significantly tied with interest rates, mm -hmm. right? So um, obviously it's great news that the Bank of Canada, it says, hey, this is it. We're not gonna be raising interest rate unless something else dramatically happens. If they can hold that promise, then I can feel like we're gonna have a relatively active market for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Now, my only biggest concern it's not about the Bank of Canada, mm -hmm. it's about our neighbor to the south, our bigger brother, the United States. Because their story at the Fed down there is completely different. Jerome Powell, the head of the, uh, the Fed, has already stated that they are, he is gonna to continue to raise rates. Uh, in fact, I think they're gonna raise rates very, very soon. Mm -hmm. um, 
because their inflation number is not as under control as our inflation number here in Canada. Right? And a lot of people will be like, what does the US have to do with our rates? Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately, we're Canada. <laughs> so whether or not you like it or not, we are attached to the United States in many, many, many factors. This is uh, something interesting that I learned the uh, other day I was listening to podcasts. Every single province in Canada does more businesses with their counterpart, uh, counterpart to the United States mm -hmm. than they do with each other. What happened That's to how nationalism? There it? is non-nationalism. There's this thing that I was hearing is like Canada is not a country. It's actually yeah. just 10 provinces that deals with their own things separately, mm -hmm. right? So with that being said, it's like, well, if the US continue to raise interest rate, we cannot have our rate sitting where it is. It'll hurt us. It will hurt us because as US increase their interest rate, their bond starts to look better, their term deposit starts to look better, and what happens is that a lot of people then will flush their money into American dollars. Mm -hmm. And that means that their dollar is gonna appreciate mm -hmm. in comparison to Canadians, uh, Canadian dollar. And now we cannot at any opportunity to have huge discrepancies between the Canadian dollars to the American dollar because mm -hmm. it will really harm our economy in a different kind of way. Yes. So if the Fed continue to increase interest rate, the Bank of Canada might be forced to also increase interest rate as well, mm -hmm. just so that they can also protect kind of where the Canadian currency is sitting at. Right. Honestly speaking, I, I was traveling in the last little bit and I can tell you the Canadian dollar is not fun right now when you go travel because it's not worth a lot. No. Now imagine if it is even worth even less. I mean, it'll be great for tourism for people who are coming to Canada. Right. Yeah, right. so that'll stimulate the economy that way. <laughs> but it's gonna have other issues altogether. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of where my concern is, is whether or not, long story short, can the Bank of Canada hold its promises? Mm -hmm. Nothing political, but more like, you know, we have someone more powerful that is kind of, you know, controlling us as well, mm -hmm. right? Um, but with that being said, you know, for the time being, the mortgage racing, uh, interest rate seems like it's relatively stable and the buyers are coming back onto the market. Yeah, I mean, right now I've had, in the last week, I've talked to three different buyers. Mm -hmm. Two of them were waiting for their PR. Yeah. Uh, one's like, hey, I'm four months out. The other one's like, hey, I'm six months out. And mm -hmm. I even just recently talked to someone uh, today from uh, Ukraine, mm -hmm. and they're right now residing in Turkey because of the conflict. They're mm -hmm. like, hey, Jeff, I really want to get into the market here. Like, what can I do? Well, you know, with uh, Mr. Trudeau's uh, new legislation, there's obviously restrictions and they kept it buying like, areas that are less than 100,000 people, but people are still coming to Canada. And I know we don't want to talk about this all the time, about like the immigration, 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 but these things are happening, it's true. whether we like it or not. Yeah, and we're, yeah, like, so we're not, we haven't even touched on that part of things yet. Mm -hmm. You can imagine with that part in, added into the equation, things just gets a little bit even crazier. And that kind of covers the demand side of things. Mm -hmm. And then I think then let's shift our attention to the supply thing uh, of everything. So obviously the other conversation we need to have is where do we think this, the next wave of supply is going mm -hmm. to come? Um, let me put it this way. I think the supply is going to come, but it's going to be very different by the city. And the reason why I'm saying is just remember to rewind the clock to about three years ago. Yeah. That's when the peak of COVID was happening. What was everybody doing? Buying, 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 and moving further away from the city because they can work remotely. There we go, exactly. Also buying stock in Zoom. And electric scooters. 
Yes. And he bites. <laughs> Come on, free money! Yeah. <laughs> but all jokes aside is that now the good times are obviously coming to an end, depending on you know, what you want, how you want to see this. Mm-hmm. So reality kicks back in. And a lot of these people, obviously, they chose fixed term at that point because their mortgage was very, very, very low. We're mm-hmm. talking about like 2%. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, their three-year fixed term, if they elected to go three-year fixed, it's about to come up. And as I said from the last podcast, a lot of these people are in for a rude awakening. Yes. Because like what you just said uh, is that a lot of these payments, monthly payments, is going to go up thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And these people would then need to make a conscious decision. Do I want to keep holding on to this? Because don't forget, that's the economic factor. The personal factor is COVID is past tense now. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are actually moving back into the city. Mm-hmm. Right, and with them moving back in the city, that distance that they need to drive, it's now a huge disturbance to the yeah. lifestyle. Right, so that's another thing that we also need to consider. So, with that being said, I feel like if you are in an area where you're looking at the exterior parts of Greater Vancouver, so Abbotsford, yeah. Langley, Chilliwack, Maple Ridge. Yeah. I feel like as kind of the year goes on, you're going to see a lot more listings there. Mm-hmm. However, on the flip side, if you're looking for a city core, like, you know, North Van, West Van, Richmond, Burnaby, Vancouver, I would say you might as well try to get yourself into the market now mm-hmm. because I cannot foresee more people releasing their home in this area because these were the areas that you know, people were moving out. Well, that's why we see 30 groups going to open houses in Burnaby. We're seeing 40 groups of people going to open houses in Fairview. That's exactly closer to the city center. Exactly. Exactly. So with that being said, that makes our next market update extremely interesting. I know we say this all the time. I feel like, you know, you and I are pretty optimistic people, but we're also realistic. Mm -hmm. And the market will tell us where the market is. It's not you and I deciding. It's the people who are deciding. Right. And I think, to be honest, I think with the next uh, couple of market updates, it will be interesting if we have the data to see, like, how is the price growth or uh, all of that stuff continues mm-hmm. while we're kind of into you know March, April, May and all that stuff because yeah. I, I, I hope what I said is somewhat true um, because basically I'm just taking the patterns and I'm just reversing it since COVID times. Yes. Yeah, basically. So with that being said, thank you so much. That will conclude our podcast for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what to do. Well, my name is Jeff. My name is Joe. We're the Mike for Vancouver Real Estate. Uh, please help us with our algorithm. Like, comment, subscribe, share this episode with someone that you feel like would benefit from this knowledge. And uh, we will see you next time. See ya.